0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to my Facebook page. My name is Janice Malillo, truly your your VA, LLC. And of course, I am simulcasting the morning brief through the Wisdom Audio app. So I want to thank all of my listeners on Wisdom. Today, I wanted to chat about obstacles and how do we overcome them? <clears throat> I think all of us, of course, in our lives have encountered obstacles. And I think one of the basic things that we do, obviously, sometimes is we, for every action, there's a reaction. We act accordingly to whatever that situation may be. But what if we know or we We might know what an obstacle may be relating to maybe things that have happened in the past. And specifically with our businesses, when we have glitches, for instance, um, I'm simulcasting through Zoom, live on Facebook, (laughs) and on my cell phone, I'm on the Wisdom Audio app. Now, a lot of times when I'm doing that, Sometimes the glare, depending on how I have the lighting situated, I will sometimes hit the wrong buttons on the Wisdom Audio app. So now, of course, I know that that's an obstacle for me and I have to adjust accordingly. Sometimes things are much bigger than we don't anticipate, right? You know, for instance, it could be something as simple as (laughs) <laughs> Planning out our day. If we know that when we plan out our day, however, we do that and we write it down, I'm a pen to paper person. Of course, I have my digital devices because, you know, there is always an app for that. And of course, my newest one is Todoist, and we'll talk about that in just a second. If I don't specifically write out, for instance, from 5 to 6 p.m. from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. I am working on my self-care meaning movement exercise whatever you want to call it reading journaling and then you know from 6 to 6 30 um, checking email and stuff real quick and I doesn't you know I can go on and on about how I do that but the point being if I don't do that I often run into obstacles. So now I know that there is that obstacle. And in order for me to take that out of the equation, I know that I have to kind of arrange my day, what I'm doing hour by hour. That works for me. (laughs) It may not work for you. So what is your obstacle that you have encountered? you know, maybe it's been with email, maybe it's been with your favorite new app, you know, who knows, especially when we're doing so much through digital media, you know, through Facebook, through our Instagram, through our, um, I just got on TikTok, for instance, you know, there's, there's so many different things, especially when you're going live that can happen and go wrong. There are glitches in the system. Now, I will tell you that used to get me very frazzled and to a certain extent, it still does. But I'm like, okay, a glitch, it happened. I froze up. It's going to happen. I'm just going to continue on with the conversation. So my backup plan as I, when I come on and do the the morning brief or any live for that matter, you know, with my f- three podcasts, the one I did with my sister this morning, two sisters, obviously we go, we meet on Zoom, we go live on Facebook, and there's a little bit of a delay when I bring it up on my cell phone. And what she was seeing on her end was that I was frozen and what I was seeing on my and she was frozen. So I just continued. I was still on Zoom because I'm at the controls here. So I was still doing the chatting. And I think the, the raw vulnerability of that is, you know, obviously we want to share what we're passionate about and we don't let the glitches stop us. We just continue on. And that's with all my three podcasts. I will tell you that the Stories That Inspire Us podcast, the very f- first episode, I hit a huge obstacle and oh my gosh, a storm came through and my the power was knocked out for a few minutes. Now, of course, my amazing guests on the other end, because I do my little pre-podcast chats with them. Um, where we come on, you know, for just a couple minutes, meet each other on Zoom, and we schedule their podcasts. So obviously, I hadn't met her before him. But on her end, she saw me totally drop off, but she saw that Zoom and the recording through Facebook was still happening. So she went with it. And I so thank her. So the very, the very very first episode was stories. And of course, I had her back on for you know, part two, so that we can continue the conversation. And it, of course, was an amazing podcast. So I, I thank her, Jimmy Lee. Um, oh, my gosh. So welcome to my listeners on the Wisdom Audio app. I would welcome you to come up and let's have that discussion on when these obstacles happen. <laughs> what have you done? to maybe, obviously, you didn't expect it, so something happened, you know, maybe it was, you know, like I'm doing right now, doing the Facebook Live, and, you know, something happened with the trans, with the uh, transformation of that. What did you do? How do you set yourself up for success after something like that does happen? The other day, I was on, <laughs> excuse me, the Wisdom Audio app, And I was doing, and I had a glitch through the Wisdom Audio app. I don't know, you know, it could have been something as simple as, you know, maybe I had the glare and I hit a wrong button or something, which I have been known to do from time to time. But unfortunately, that podcast did not broadcast through the Wisdom Audio app. But of course, I'm also on my Zoom. So if you're doing lives, my, my suggestion to you is always have a backup plan. So you know I'm on Zoom of course I have the the I'll have the video recording and I'll have the audio recording. And of course my audio recording <laughs> is always uploaded to my podcast platform and eventually um, the RSS feed catches up with my website. So there are many different ways. That I can share what I'm passionate about in my business and how I've overcome these obstacles. For me, it's so important to to be there to share. Okay, you know, this may it may have been a man made obstacles, meaning you know, of course, I've made mistakes along the way. Who hasn't? And the purpose of me sharing with you the mistakes that I've made is perhaps maybe you've made them too. And you weren't sure how you were going to go about fixing that. And maybe something that I said inspired you. And of course, all my listeners that have come up on stage, you know, to chat with me about different topics that I've chatted with on the morning brief, have shared some amazing insight on other things that I hadn't even considered. Always have that connection first, inspire, connect, and collaborate for me that that just it's it's paramount for for what i do and that helps me with obstacles along the way so welcome to my listeners currently on the wisdom audio app thank you so much for being here today and i welcome the opportunity to chat with one of you if you'd like to come up and discuss you know, maybe a particular thing that it had happened to you as an obstacle, and how did you overcome that? Was it maybe you know through your online entrepreneurship or you know working from home? You know, there's always obstacles, of course, when you work from home. Whether you have small children, pets, or even a husband who is retired now—yes, that's me—and you tend to get a lot of interruptions. And that's where the boundaries aspect happen. Of course, being a busy parent who works from home, you don't always have that luxury with small children, and especially if you know you're homeschooling. So, how do those obst? How can we learn from those obstacles and maybe scoot around it, or you obviously? When those obstacles happen, we have to go through the obstacle and we learn from that and come up with new ways to maybe divert, redirect, whatever it may be. I will give it just another moment here on wisdom. Well, <clears throat> as some of you may know, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the other day I came on, of course, talking about the on-demand audio summit that I will be a part of starting on September 13th, and there are 36 or 37 entrepreneurs, including myself, sharing their wisdom and expertise. Um, You know, for instance, some of the categories are sales, sales objections, copyright, mission, wellness, finances, um, so many different areas of topics covered is just amazing. And what's pretty cool about this online audio summit is that you can listen to it at your leisure. And I think that is just amazing. So maybe if you are um, working out in the morning, you know, you can listen to one of the entrepreneurs chat about finances, you know, whatever it is, like you're going to you have these amazing experts at your fingertips to listen to their wisdom and share their entrepreneurship journey and share what they are, what their business is about and how you can achieve or do different things. I think it's going to be amazing. And I'm I just feel so honored and humbled to be included with this group and again another shout out to uh, my friend on Facebook Randy Laxon and his team at the True North Consulting for putting this audio summit together and yes there is an audio summit in the works at some point that's something that I want to do to develop and you know have some amazing entrepreneurs sometime in 2023 Not this year, of course, but that's on my 2023 list. What is on your 2023 list? Welcome, Wisdom. Thank you so much for being here. Isn't it amazing on this Friday? And yes, in the Northeast here, it does feel like fall. Technically, fall does not start until September 22nd but it is okay and legal as a matter of fact that you can start having your pumpkin coffee for now. So just wanted to share that with you. And of course, I had my pumpkin coffee this morning. Absolutely love it. And I have a guest coming up. And I recognize this name and I can't wait to chat with him again. Good morning, Keith, how are you?
1: I um, normal uh Friday status meeting for my normal job. So just of that and I'm okay.
0: Uh well so
1: welcome. To my cat to the vet tomorrow, so I'm like, Oh no. Yeah, and she has some kind of lump. We gotta figure out what it is.
0: Oh, I'm so. sorry to I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, I sent you an email. I did receive your, your note and I sent you an email and I haven't heard anything back from you, just to let you know.
1: Oh So you sent it to which email to my phantom.
0: Yeah, yeah, whatever email you provided. So check your spam or junk folder. And for some reason, maybe hit that
1: because I didn't see it. So let me go check that. Yeah,
0: so I'm so excited that you hopped on. So the topic of conversation this morning, like how do you, when obstacles happen, and unfortunately, you have to take your, your pet to the vets. And that's an obstacle, of course, that you didn't expect. you you know what in how do you handle number one how do you handle obstacles and have you learned anything from that like maybe something totally not related to your pets has happened in the past and you know you learned such a valuable lesson from that
1: well yeah I think a lot of things in life you know I have had uh, like big opportunities and then, you know, some, some crisis has happened. You know, I think I've talked about, you know, I, I actually had cancer and then my wife had cancer
0: Oh Lord, recently. You. So, um, you know, surviving cancer
1: was probably the biggest obstacle and it really, how I got into where I am now is because of the cancer. Because when you get like a crucible, um, you go through it. You made changes. You know, I made changes in my life that caused me to, you know, be able to go to Japan. The only reason I went to Japan is like after I had cancer, I said, well, I shouldn't put restrictions on myself. Mm-hmm. So I was able to live in Japan for like two years from 2004 to 2006 because I stopped being fearful. Because once you survive something like that, I had a level three sarcoma. Oh,
0: my and,
1: um, and, I, and I had, you know, three surgeries and radiation. I was only 27 years old. Oh, and I didn't yeah. smoke. I didn't smoke, I didn't do drugs, I didn't drink. And we're like, what the, how the heck did this happen? And my, I had no family history. So I was like, you know, where, why is this happening? Um, so yeah, that was weird. But yeah, I think that was really a big thing. And then it, you know, it happened again with my wife that I was like, wow, you know, I'm really getting hit with stuff, but you know, you just keep on going.
0: <laughs> You're right. And I mean, what other choice do we have? And I think we we always learn from what we go through, whatever we go through, whatever is thrown our way. And, you know, sometimes those obstacles, it's like they happen and you're just like, really? Like, uh, come on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it can be very frustrating. And I guess the whole thing behind obstacles that happen, good, bad, indifferent, terrible, harsh you know whatever adjectives we want to use you know i think we were obviously meant to um learn from them and you know what are the blessings that came from you um unfortunately going through your stage 3 um cancer was that you made the necessary changes but more importantly you stopped being fearful so would do you think that if you hadn't gone through cancer, that you may have never, you know, had that opportunity to go to Japan and live there for two years?
1: Yeah, I really think so. I, you know, when I saw, it really was a different mindset because when I saw uh, at the job I was at, they had a post to go to Japan, and I don't think if I had gone through the cancer, I would have. If I would have looked at it and said, "Well, I can't do that," right? I mm-hmm. would have been putting like a restriction. But the one thing after. The cancer, I kind of, you know, I was into mountain biking and I I hadn't really done the downhill. Mm -hmm. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to get real heavy into downhill and I'm going to, you know, take that job. I'm going to go and read poetry at this place in Northampton. And all these things kind of got me to like doing my music, not being scared to play in front of people, not being scared to actually show my music you know, and, and get into podcasting and, to uh, you know, become a producer and say, hey, you know, I could actually produce somebody else that, you know, you could, you have to believe like when you're an artist that you're good enough.
0: And thank you so much, Keith. There, And, and just so that my listeners and viewers on Facebook know with the Wisdom Audio app, there is um, like a time limit thing. And I believe on my end, Hopefully this is Keith. Yeah, this is him coming back on board, and we'll give it just a second. So once that time is up, it it shuts the the guest down. So, so yeah, to continue the conversation, Keith. Yeah, like you were really getting into the nitty gritty of your story.
1: Yeah, I think it's like a lot of things I was fearful about. You know, because you know, I was a musician, I was a keyboardist, and I'd be in bands, and I was never the lead singer. Right? I was not. Ne- I, I mean, I- I did write the music. So I was the kind of guy, like I was actually writing the lyrics and I was writing like most of the music for the guys in the band, but I didn't sing it. I always like, well, go find a singer that can do it. Cause I don't think I can do it. Right. And then after they canceled, I said, well, you know what? I'm not writing all this stuff. Why don't I sing it? Why do I have to oh give it gosh. to somebody else? And it was a matter of confidence, you know, that like being a keyboardist, sometimes you're not, you know, unless you're like Billy Joel or Elton John, well, you're like in the back, right? And you're right. not up front, you know, unless you're one of those keyboard players that is up front. But a lot of times it's not that way. You always have, like, a lead singer. So a lot of these things, you know, caused me to, like, you know, I almost died, so there's no risk. Just do it. And that's kind of, like, my, my whole thing mm-hmm. because it was such a critical thing and I survived it. Um, that I was like, okay, well, what, what's hard about that? And with that was the same thing with, like, social relationships. I wasn't scared to actually tell somebody that I liked them. And I said, like, Well, if you don't like me, that's fine. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm actually not gonna hide it. I'm not gonna be playing games. I was like, More direct. And people were like, Well, why are you so direct? Well, because,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, you don't always have a lot of time. So I might as well be direct.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? I couldn't agree with you more. Like, your cancer was your obstacle, but look at everything that you broke through with that. And I love how you were chatting about, um, somebody said to you, why are you so direct? Because because I am. And, and I've often said, you know, I consider myself to be very direct. Um, sometimes that's good. I Obviously, sometimes, of course, it's probably maybe not the greatest thing to do. But, you know, I think if you're direct, which I know that you are with honesty, integrity, um, not everybody is going to for instance like me and their opinion of me is really none of my business and I could give a rat's ass but
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right I mean I don't think you should have to like you know everybody can be the way they want to be you know and, and a lot of times we, we get scared because there's like there's etiquette I understand etiquette and I understand social norms that certain people aren't comfortable being that direct but you know
0: if you get to know me, I'm going to be of direct. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and that's the beauty of, or the blessings behind what we've gone through in our lives that, that, you know, there's no time like the present to be direct. Like if you're, if you are passionate about something like that business, maybe that somebody has always wanted to start, you know, obviously I talk a lot about entrepreneurship. Um, everybody knows I'm a virtual assistant a podcast host of three podcasts. And by the way, national podcast day is September 30th. I'm not sure if you knew that. Um, Yeah. And, um, you know, some, a lot of people have said to me, well, why aren't you crazy for start, you know, being the host of three podcasts and, um, no, you know, people might think I am and, you know, whatever that that's okay with me, but, you know, each podcast, um, the bottom line I'm trying to say about podcasting or having three podcasts is a lot of people look at that as an obstacle. I look at I look at it as a chance to um inspire, connect, and collaborate. And as a result, of course, each podcast has grown like I it's unbelievable how much it it has grown and I think the beauty of that is the raw authenticity um, that you know I bring with each podcast and you know it's been just such a blessing so you know we can look at it as an obstacle I don't because I've been able to meet so many amazing people literally all over the world
1: I think that's when people like look at my music, like I released five albums this year. And they're like, Well, what's too much? And I said, Well, not really. If you go back in the in time, like James Brown was released like every three months, you know, back in the day when he was doing stuff. And Prince, if he could when he could, he was doing like three, four, five, six projects a year. Yeah. Whether it's it him or somebody else. If you have the content, just do it.
0: Yeah, just do it. I love that. Just do it. Oh my gosh. That is so amazing. So welcome everyone to the morning brief. Um, yeah, here he comes again. This is awesome. Keith is so so amazing. He shared some great information. Cancer, of course, was his obstacle, but you know, he kicked it. He kicked it to the herd.
1: There's some people who are so they're really perfectionists in my business in music, right? And they'll take like a year to do like a couple of songs because they're trying to get perfection. And I'm tell me like the thing you don't know as a producer, right? As a musician, it's like a lot of times I've found that like when I'm working with people, the song that the artist thinks is the song that's gonna make it isn't the song that makes it. It's the song they think isn't gonna work, and then you have to convince them to do it. And so wow. this is a big problem with people who spend too much time on one thing when they really should sometimes you're not the best judge of your your work your fans are and if you hold Mm. back a bunch of stuff because you don't think it's good you might lose a lot of
0: opportunities (laughs) And, and that's the thing missing out on those opportunities you didn't miss you know again cancer was your obstacle but you took that in such a way where you capitalize on those opportunities that came towards you. And I think that's, you know, that's very um, poignant. It's like very poetic. Um, You know, I'm kind of blown away by that. You know, I think a lot of times we look at things, um, for instance, I wear, you know, obviously I wear glasses. Um, I used to wear um, contact lenses. And sometimes we don't see what our real valuable asset is which is, um, for me, it's about being creative. Now, I would say that within the last three to five years, you know, when I first started my online business, you know, that was a journey within of itself. And as each year has gone by, I've kind of recrafted, rebranded, redirected. And if I had waited for that perfect moment, I don't think there's a, there are so many perfect moments. It's like, like, yeah. why
1: wait? Yeah, that that's the problem because like you like I, they always talk about how Prince was famous for picking the wrong song, right? Warner Brothers pointed out to him a bunch of times that the song he picked to be the single, and the Warner said no, do something else, that Warner was like always right. That mm. the songs that they picked actually did are the ones that did good. And when they did give them songs, they, like, they didn't do good. Like, um, and so, yeah, they used to frustrate Prince, because, like, he loved all his music, and I love everything he does. But I understand, you know, what's going to hit and what doesn't hit with an audience. He was a very experimental artist, so he would do something like, you know, the song is like, you know, What If I Was Your Girlfriend? That he really thought that should be bigger than it was. But it was so kind of controversial, and he was using, like, a female voice, and like, well, that's probably not going to be the biggest song you ever wrote. Because, mm. because he's kind of pushing it he, he's doing all this gender bending stuff on he's doing like a pitch vocal he's doing very experimental work and of course that's not going to be like purple rain or what Doves Scribe because it was pushing it but he liked to push it so he was like well everybody's going to like that as well not, maybe not nah. <laughs> you know but, uh, yeah sometimes you just, gotta, you just gotta do what you feel is right but um, other people do uh tell you that you know you you might want to pick this song over that song and then you're sitting there saying well this one's the best one it's like a lot of times the artists were like wow I've you know, brought they so many biographies or so many bands and the choices they want to make versus what the, what their AR people made actually was like they they never thought that that was going to work it's like well would that actually work people like that it's like I, I, I don't even like that song and then they end up having to play a song that they don't even like Forget the fans like you,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, so you know, that says something right there for those different obstacles that he encountered. Uh, wow. So, what do you think is your next big thing, Keith?
1: Well, my big thing is to try to break from like about 40,000 podcast listeners to hit like 100k. You know, that's my big thing because I was like, I got into podcasting, I was only like a 2,000 listeners, and I'm almost. 38,000 and so I know I can hit 40k probably this year but then they're like what I'm trying to push it's like we're not just push to hit like 50 push to hit like 100k because that put me in a different tier and then I could get like to talk to people I really want to talk to mm-hmm. um, like you know artists I'm really really enamored with like Liz Fair and Julianne Hatfield and some of the you know independent bands like Wilco or Radiohead to be able to talk to some of my heroes, you know, that I would yeah. really be into it here where they would actually say,
0: wow. And it, isn't that amazing? Now, if Keith had not started that, like where, where do you think that he would be? I mean, that's amazing. And here he is joining in three, two, one.
1: Goal had been to deal with emerging independent artists, I don't think again, getting attention, but being a music fan before I was even a musician, yeah, being able, to, if I could talk to Mick Fleawood, if I could talk to, like, you know, any of my heroes, like, the, you know, the whole band, Wilco, or Radiohead, or, you know, any of those bands I'm really into, like, even, like, they have talking heads. If I had actually talked to them by, like, their days at, like, CBGBs and that whole scene, you know, that's a big thing for me because I always liked the kind of CBGB um, environment where you could have a band like the Talking Heads and the Ramones mm-hmm. and Blondie all in the same place. They're all doing different things. Yeah, and I thought that was amazing. You know, as a musician, like the fact that you could have all those type of people, Patty Smith, like they, they were all in the same scene. And that, that to me is just like people need to really think about that.
0: Right. I'm from that era, of course. And, you know, you mentioned some very familiar names and, uh, you know, brings me back. And uh, that's some good music for sure.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm always trying to when I work with younger people. And they're comparing themselves to somebody that's like in their time. And then I said, well, why don't you kind of look at this time, right? Just to, to kind of stretch yourself out. So they always point out, like, we're like a band like Parliament Funkadelic. It's an amazing musician, right? Like got a band like Steely Dan. Like, unbelievable, like, composition capability. So, you know, then you always go back to, like, the Beatles. It's like, if you want to be a songwriter, you got to look at all the Beatles songs. If you want to know how to write a song, you got to look at all the Motown songs, right? To kind of understand structure. And you could look at what's happening today and say, yeah, that's what's happening today. But if you want to really understand even go back to like Nat King Cole and Frank Sinatra and the way they used to sing. Now I always like to point out like the best of every genre, and then try to you know what can you learn from the way Frank Sinatra belts this out, right, or the way Nat King Cole the way he used to you know express himself. Those things are very important if you're a musician, even if that's not
0: your genre, to kind of look at it, you know. So th- there is basically a science there is a a method to learn how to do that which obviously you have achieved in such a way that you're you know able to do what it is that you do with music you know podcasting producing yeah wow
1: wow yeah I think it's like a a matter of like I've always been very expansive you know and really because my father had an amazing record collection He had know Brubeck and Johnny Cash. At the same time, he had Stevie Wonder. He had um, all these chess records with original James Brown stuff, all the Motown, all the stacks. And then, you know, fans like Led Zeppelin and The Who, and I'm like, wow, why would you like that? He said, well, he liked it. And so he was all over the map, and I'm like, that was actually really good for me. Because I was like, then I wasn't like just stuck in a lane. I knew other relatives that all they liked was Johnny Cash or Wayland Jones, that's it, you know, because they were born in Morgantown, West Virginia. I was like, well, I'm only going to be into that. Outlaw Country, and I, I like Outlaw Country, it's cool, but that's that narrows. that's the only thing you're going to
0: like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it makes me think of what, oh my God, it was in the eighties, um, where the producer, um, I think it was Quincy Jones, gathered all the mu- musicians and talented artists and they sang we are the world yeah that i co- cool. that oh my god i come across that video like all the time and i just stop and i you know probably have listened to that hundreds well, of times by now
1: everybody was such in so many different genres that mm-hmm. sometimes people are so stuck in that lane they're like well i can't work with this person right he had to get all he had to do a lot of work to get people to be in the same room you know, because
0: of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, you know, I, I think about all that, like, my gosh, like, how did he put all that together? And, and thank God that he did. And, you know, I'm sure that he may have looked at that, like, okay, this is a monumental task, it could be an obstacle, but he obviously did not let that, you know, stop him. And, you know, obviously, for such an amazing cause, but cause back then.
1: Well, he was such a good producer that people came and, like, respected Mm -hmm. him as a producer. So he was kind of saying, hey, you know, he's kind of shaming them. Say, this is the cause of your ego and just do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes we have to do that, right? And, you know, and thank you, Keith, so much for coming up. You know, sometimes we do have to um, lose that ego. And here he comes again. here we go
1: when you're i think as an artist and even in my my, my life as a, as a programmer what we always do is that you gotta admit what you don't know how to do right and right. What, what you're not good at and it's like every time when you're an artist like you either keep on doing the same thing you've been doing or you try to jump into something different like so i if i want to go and say you know what i want to try to do a bebop album which means i got to go back and actually get really heavy in the bebop jazz, mm-hmm. which is a very specific type of jazz. And I might not be that great at it. And I've actually got to work at it really hard if I wanted to take get in that frame of mind. And it's a lot harder to do something. That, like I'm not the best at that. So if I try to get in there, I'm going to make a lot of errors. I'm not going to be the best. I could just stay in my lane. But if I really want to try it, then I'm going to go do it.
0: Right. And you know what, you just described something that I'm thinking, obviously, of what I handed off to my um, VA the other day. Yes, I have a VA, even though I'm a VA. Um, but for a very specific reason, I, I've often talked about, you know, a big obstacle for me, of course, is um, make, you know, preparing funnels. I know, I know what the purpose of a funnel is. I know how it works. I just don't know how to put it together, the technical side of it. But, you know, I found this amazing person who's, you know, I, of course, created everything, you know, did the graphics and I just handed off everything to her. And, you know, very shortly, um, you know, she'll probably get back to me the next day or so. I will have my first official funnel, which is amazing. And I'm talking about um, in this, series of um, mini videos, I'm talking about um, podcasting, because it's National Podcast Day coming up on September 30th. But back to really the conversation at hand, you know, that's eventually something I know I want to learn how to do. That's a big obstacle for me right now. But I did, did not let that obstacle stop me. I did what I had to do. And I had to let go of my ego and hand it off for somebody else to create it for me. So, yeah. It's so It's
1: always hard. I mean, yeah. I went from doing audio podcasting into video and it required like me to kind of step up my game. I had to get better mics. I had to get a mixer. I had to understand in video how to, how to behave differently than on an audio podcast. You have to be present about how you look and what you're doing. And so it's it's a different uh, type of thing. And you got to be able to, oh, maybe I'll include people's YouTube videos. Maybe I'll include their, their music videos, you know, MP3s or PowerPoints and stuff. So it becomes a totally different type of thing. Right. And, so, and, so I, and for years, I mean, I spent like, you know, 2016, only in 2020 did I switch to video. And i still do audio like here and it was a big thing because like you know there was a whole nother level of confidence it's like well i i because I, i've been a musician and i can play in front of people i said well that's not a big deal i can do that but it's different you well, know, yeah. from like doing a song well you
0: know? yeah absolutely i mean obviously i don't know anything about the music industry nor do you want me trying out you know to sing in any of your um music things but um you know, for me, it, it, my obstacle was the, the fear. And I'm like, you know what, you know, this is getting ridiculous. Like, you know, I'm I'm basically on every morning with my sister doing the two sisters podcast, we go live on the Facebook page, on the two sisters Facebook page. Now it's time for me to break out on my own and just do it. And I am so excited that I did that because again, you know, once i stayed consistent with it now mind you the past um two to three weeks with traveling and and um everything going on i haven't been as consistent but i'm still stepping up to the plate so to speak and i'm showing up you know showing up for myself but more importantly to share inspiration you know to connect and to collaborate and that's one of the reasons too why I'm. I'm so excited. Um, I, I haven't even told my business coach yet that I, you know, I finally got the you know the lead my first lead magnet officially done. Um, right. So that says but something but right there, right?
1: A Big win, you know. It's like I'll, I'll jump on the next time. Wait, wait, wait a second. Let's drop off again. Let me come back
0: on. Um, okay. I see a lot of questions coming in and I'm not sure how to get to them. So please just bear with me as I, because I don't want to hit any buttons on wisdom that I'm not supposed to hit (laughs) because I take it.
1: (laughs) It would be nice if they made the the response. Like I've been on some other apps that have like a chat. It's really easy to respond to while you're talking because it's kind of built right, in. Right, right. That means they would actually need to put the chat icon on the screen right here, right, and then be able to actually go into it without thinking you are bomb out. But um, the other thing I'm trying to do, I said now COVID is starting to you know, lessen, is a there's an idea that I'm trying to pitch to like advertisers who I have sponsors to say, hey, what if we took the podcast? on the road, we interview a lot of bands from all over the world. Mm-hmm. So what if we were able to like go to Iceland, go to Australia, go to the UK, go to South Africa, go to Japan and actually interview the, the bands there, right? And actually go to a concert, show their concert, interview them before the concert. That's my pitch. Right? So I pitched to a bunch of advertisers to say, to bring this up to a higher level, that's what we do. We'd actually go on the road, you know, and then do the podcast where the bands are. Oh, and wow. I, and then that would be the whole point. And then we think we can hit a wider audience if people would be interested and in be able to see the band actually perform. The idea would be every episode you talk to the band and you could just see them actually play. You know, so it would be the whole kind of
0: process that you get to see that like A to Z. Yeah. Wow, that sounds really exciting and adventurous. And you know, think of all those connections and collaborations that will result from that. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, my whole thing with that is like I that would be going to
1: this being like my 100% job if I got the right kind of funding that I could do that and drop my IT job and actually do that because it would be like a full career level thing. So that's the pitch is like for me to do that, you've got to support me to the point where I could actually do it without doing the day job. Yeah. Um, so that's 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 the pitch. and we'll see if I can get that done in the next two years. Yeah. <laughs> Better do
0: it, that that's a great goal to and you know, and you we my sister and I were talking about goals this morning, and you know, sometimes our to-do list really should be a novel. but like look at the non-negotiables of your list and create a different list, like maybe um, a big goal as, that you're working toward that you just described. You know, you break it down, you know, even further, and so that it doesn't seem like that it's not like unattainable. It is. It's just you know taking it in different steps and
1: yeah, with the right advertiser, you know, if you get like a big, yeah, you not know, to push them out If you get like an alcohol company or you get like a company that's got like big pockets, you know, like the Pepsi's in the world and stuff like that. You know, that you, you it's theoretically possible you could do it because you know, they, they would, they give you enough cash to do it. Uh, it's just, you know, I've been talking to some people, they, it's just how you pitch it. You know, if you pitch it to the right companies and they understand just like, oh, the, the music fans, fans that like, you know, this wasn't just the music, the actors, producers, musicians, poets, spoken word poets, you know, any, any kind of creative.
0: Um, so it's not just musicians. Mm-hmm. So you could reach, you know, you can talk to actors too. So that'd be a whole different thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I just the other thing that I did this week that's that's been an obstacle for me is going on TikTok. Oh, uh, TikTok's
1: hard.
0: Yeah, um, but my business coach did a masterclass yesterday on TikTok, and I'm like, well, what do I have to lose? And you know, as it, it was a great masterclass, by the way, and um, I. I don't know why I chose this. Well, I kind of know why I chose this name. So as you know, she was on explaining everything. I chose the name at podcast diva. And (laughs) so, you know, I I love the name diva. Um, I don't know if there's, there's a personal connection for me with that. And it's just the feeling of not being a diva, as we may know, like some people in the big, um, you know, in the music industry, there are, of course there's some divas out there, but diva to me means something totally different. Yeah,
1: Beyonce or Madonna, you know, Aretha Franklin, you know, people feel you know, big, 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 big names. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know.
0: So, if, so if any of my listeners are on TikTok, um, I'm like I said, I'm just new to it. At Podcast Diva, um, I will be on there at some point today. I have four things up there. Right now, and uh, of course, my other newest adventure is uh, was Pinterest. Keith, thank you so much for coming up. Um, this is the morning brief. I am so excited to welcome everybody, all my listeners. I see some very familiar names, so thank you so much for being here. And I wanted to extend the opportunity for one more guest to come up and. Let's have that conversation, had an amazing conversation with Keith as always. And Keith, don't forget to check your email, check your spam or junk folder. (laughs) Here he comes again.
1: I do have a TikTok and I have a Pinterest and my Pinterest I have not put a lot of attention into. It's kind of been like, I put more attention to the, my Twitter, my um, my um, Twitch, my Facebook, and my YouTube, just because they seem to actually give me results. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the Pinterest and the TikTok, it's like, because my daughter is she's 22, right? She's always telling me, like, watch the TikToks I watch and see how that works. It's like, it's like what you're doing is not going to kick, because what you're doing is you're trying to do the same thing you're doing on these other platforms. Mm-hmm. And you actually have to do a TikTok version of what you're doing.
0: And right. And, and that, that was hard. <laughs> I
1: said, yeah, I guess that's it. I got to figure out how to
0: do that. that. And that was a hard concept for me. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to fool around with this. And, and Pinterest, I am pleasantly surprised from all the research that I did uh, with, you know, for virtual assisting, but also for podcasting. Um, <laughs> I've had the Pinterest account for probably a year, but really, started hitting Pinterest heavy on July 17th. And now I I have over 10,000 views. I I don't so much as I don't focus on the followers. I mean, of course, followers are important. But for me, it's about, you know, if somebody sees it, and they're like, wow, this looks pretty cool. And Of course, with being, um, I'm on this on-demand audio summit next week um, with 36, 37 other entrepreneurs. And of course, I've been promoting that there. By the way, it's free, which is pretty cool. I kind of like free whenever I can get free. Who doesn't, right? Um, But, you know, it's about, to me, it's about obviously the inspiration, connection, collaboration, but really adding value and Uh, I am on Twitter as well I'm getting a little bit better with that but you know it'll come you know the point is you know um, you know these little things have come up obstacles pop in and you know I'm gonna I I block through I shouldn't say I block through it I go through it and you know put the pedal to the metal and you know my Pinterest account is doing fantastic Um, now I'm on TikTok and you know who knows?
1: What? My, well, my Twitter started doing really well because one of the distributors I use for my video podcast is actually able to put my full podcast on Twitter live. So when I go on when I go live on my YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, the full podcast is available immediately live on Twitter. Which well, yeah. yeah, is that that I never had before, but because of my distributor had the ability to do that. And then even after it's done, the hyperlink will actually show. If I do a half-hour episode, you can actually watch that half-hour on Twitter.
0: Yeah, and and Twitter, by the way, has some really um, new cool features, you know, the audio feature through that. Um, and, you know, I am familiar with StreamYard and Restream, where you can, for instance...
1: I'm, I'm using, like, StreamYard. And yeah. There.
0: So, you know, these are... You're hitting a few you're hitting different social medias at the same time, which is pretty cool um, for now. I'm just going to stick with the, you know, I'm on my zoom, of course, you know, on my face, truly your VA Facebook page. And of course, broadcasting um, on wisdom as well. And for now that's working out. That's something that I definitely want to try at some point. I don't, I don't really consider that an obstacle. I consider it in addition um, yeah. but you know, obviously with the, um, audio summit coming up, coming up, which I'm really excited about. And I did put on my, my podcast website, a blog the other day with the information on how people can register for that. Um, yeah. 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 Well,
1: I created a website for the ghost and on there I have a blog page and every time I have a podcast, I have a blog article with Uh the like the bio and the photo and all the hyperlinks for whoever I'm interviewing. Yeah. Uh, And then in addition, you know, that's a kind of like a single source for everybody to get to anything, Peg or Amelok Ghost. But what's cool, you know, also before that I've been on Anchor FM and they, they take my podcast and distribute it on like 11 platforms simultaneously audio. Um, So I've been on them for many years. And and they also put my Spotify video podcast out.
0: Yeah. so yeah.
1: I've got like between StreamYard and Anchor and here, I'm like hitting a lot of different things simultaneously. That's kind of cool. I think that's been my, my strategy.
0: That That's pretty cool. Um, thank you so much for coming up. I want to welcome everyone again. And if someone else would like to come up, I would invite you to come up to the stage and let's have that conversation. Yeah, there's so many um, amazing avenues to share what you are passionate about and different ways to get your your information out there. You know, I will tell everyone, and I believe I have in the past, um, all of my podcasts are hosted through PodPage. <clears throat> and I love PodPage, and I, yes, I am an affiliate of it, and I do get a small um affiliate um, percentage if like somebody joins under my link what I what I love about it number one it's very user friendly so somebody who does not have a lot of tech skills can easily maneuver through the back office it of course has a storefront um, mine on my truly year ba is called um uh Ty- tyva um fee schedule or something like that the name total name escapes me, but if you go to my website, of course, um, underneath my profile, there's a link for that. You can see that. And you can blog. I mean, there's just so many different things that you can do. And you can also post to, it will automatically post to you, for you to um, your Facebook page, uh, your Twitter account, and one other one and i disconnected the facebook page one because for whatever reason that there's a little bit of a glitch it, if i'm for instance on the truly your va it posts to uh the two sisters facebook page so i just i just disabled that aspect of it which really isn't a problem but you know absolutely love it that you know i'm able to easily manage Three podcasts with these amazing, um, with amazing pod page websites. And it's just really easy. And I like ease and simplicity. So you are listening to the Morning Brief with Janice. I'm so excited to be here with you today and welcome my many uh, listeners on. I would also welcome the opportunity. For another guest to come up, would like to invite you. Wow, I see some great familiar names here. Hey Daryl, hey everyone. Oh my gosh, thank you all so much for being here. I'm going to give it just another second for somebody else to come up on stage and share your wisdom along with me. How have you dealt with obstacles? You know, we heard Keith's amazing story on how he really kicked cancer's butt, and that led him to make some amazing changes in his life, which led him to different things. And he's just building upon that, which I think is absolutely amazing. So, my gosh, what is everybody doing this weekend? And by the way, I think I said this at the beginning of it, you know, I'm in the Northeast, New England and woke up this morning, it was 57 degrees. And I said, yes, I am having a pumpkin coffee. So on that note, thank you all so much for being here today. Amazing conversation with Keith. Remember that you, if you have a story to share, it's that important to share it. My name is Janice, the host of The Morning Brief and go to my website below you can send me a contact form for there through there. You can also leave me a voice message. You know, let's have that conversation. Maybe you have a big project coming up and you just need to bounce your ideas off of someone. Don't hesitate to reach out. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you to all my amazing listeners. Hope you have a great weekend. I will be on tomorrow. Not sure exactly when. Bye for now. Hey, Facebook, thank you so much for being here today. Amazing conversation with Keith. And as you know, it's about inspiring connection and collaborate. How are you going to overcome those obstacles? We'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.